Okay, well, it's a little bit difficult to get back here, but here I am back again. Give you an idea of the body of work, what we do around here moves the dial. All right? Just recognize that. Z, your host.
on Apple, take two.
light, they seek darkness.
riding shotgun here. Pretty happy with yourself out there? music you want in the whole world, even Beethoven, it's still old stuff. Can't say that about everything else. Of 
course, we understand these lyrics, right? But the people that need to understand them, they don't get it, right? They're just stupid. Get that commie out of here. <laughs> Get that Satanist out of here, that thing. It's a thing. Remove it. Oh, yeah, I really get it. Believe me, they don't get it. need an awakening. They've been awake for thousands of years. They just do it on purpose. Thank you for bearing with me. I've never actually played this back, I don't think.
day. It turned out to be true, didn't it? Yeah, see how news media should be marched off the plank, all the of them. The NFL is connected to music. The state of California is connected to That is correct. Correct, Gonna do anything, they're just gonna sit there with their thumbs up their ass. And since I wrote that, they've done, 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 done shit. One day, did fall apart. The cities will be crumbled.
No. No. You're going down. You're going down. For your crime against humanity. You know who that is, right? It's the tortured children. He walks around giving speeches and everybody just submits to the superior power. They're all become bitches. Johnny. Skippy. Skippy. It's a little compilation of uh, music I found. It's coming to an end now. Well, I don't care because, you know, this is all prophetic music. It's all part of a, you know, this will be like the worship section. Prophetic music is better than dead, dead Jesus music, right? We don't like dead Jesus. All right. It started so 
Oh, nice one in that bond. Yeah, and nobody else that I knew in music ever really matched me in, in all the variety that I knew. Or uniqueness. It's not a boast, it's just, just literal truth. Don't commit suicide, just give yourself to the Lord. It's the way it came down. God will take you. Make it alone and that's that's a wedding forever. Based on healing and trust and epiphany and expansion. And expansion of consciousness and multidimensionality. Get out of here. Nowhere to hide. Okay, so those of you tuning in who don't know this every report, what do you think this song is about? This is your quiz. You get you get one answer. What do you think this song's about? Huh? You run around. Well you're the one that inflicts abuse, so you should know what this song is about, right? It's about all the lives you've ruined. You, you out, you listening right now, you ruin lives. This is about you. This is what you've done to an innocent one. Proud? Pretty much a 
thematically perfect little mix there. I just really, I think it just sits there un, unloved at SoundCloud. You know, something like that just sits there. Seriously. And, and it's like, you know, I'm looking at it objectively because I haven't heard this thing in, in a long time. I've heard the individual songs. But, um, you know, just the idea that it sits there is, is sort of, it's it's really, it, it's incredible. I mean, do you realize the the turnoff from God on that? Do you realize, I mean, right? So, well, you don't like the worship music in the church because it's dead Jesus, right? We, we're not into dead Jesus. Jesus, a living water. Dead Jesus, not really our thing. It's like the Jesus revolution was dead Jesus. Okay? Greg Laurie is dead Jesus. Uh, Calvary Chapel is dead Jesus. Chuck Smith is dead, literally. <laughs> and, uh, you know, dead Jesus is, you know, a lot of these uh, troubles that people have are from abusers, you know, in our society. And we wound up with a couple of uh, big hits, a uh, couple of uh, Johnny P hits. Uh, you know, it's like, I am your, you know, like Luke, I am your father type of thing. And, uh, you know, a couple of Skippy favorites, which, uh, you know, which emanate from uh, the the famous and completely real Pizzagate, which was, uh, which validated uh, the reporter, the very brave uh, young lady, Liz Crokin, was, you know, was out there reporting on it and, and uh, really, I guess that ruined her career. No, no, she's still going strong. I'm just saying she was a brave soul and, and that, you know, that she never backed down because it's, you know, why, why back down from the truth, you know? Um, it, it just is the way it is. And, uh, you know, the, you know, the, you know, Balenciaga, do they make, uh, you know, outfits with, uh, the, the skin of, uh, you know, slain children and satanic rituals and then, and then celebrities wear those. Because they're ordered, because they're dumb fucks. You know what I mean? Every one of those people that makes that kind of ridiculous money, which hopefully AI will replace them. Seriously, you know, I'm, I'm all, you know, the strike is 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 a moot point. This, I be, I believe they're going to settle down and make a deal because they realize they can't fight this thing. They're just going to have to take a haircut financially, and you know, they're 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 you know, the, 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 these actors. They're the ones that hold up the movie. You know, they're the ones who uh, make it impossible for indies to get anywhere in uh, the movie business. But fortunately, with the collapse of Hollywood due to streaming and due to the lack of revenue, that's Ben's is, you know, he's doing his usual thing. Um, and because of the uh, lack of, you know, they can't make that. They, you know, they want to share in that revenue, the actors. And they always say, well, I'm here, you know, Matt Damon shows up. I'm here for the little guy, but it's really a Matt Damon photo op, you know, and, and it's just so transparent. Are you just sick of these liars? I mean, you know, it's not all their fault. They're told what to do when they get initiated into the cult. They're told what to do. They're all in the cult. They're told what to do. They have to do what they're told. Or if they don't do what they're told, they wind up, uh, you know, in the 27 Club or they wind up, you know, something happens. Right. That goes for athletes, pop stars, you know, actors, uh, you know, anybody in the uh, that they, the machine, the Satanists put in the public eye. And, you know, they want you to believe they started off as a po' boy, 
And they worked their way up out of the mailroom and they finally got their chance to be a producer. You know, I mean, whatever these stories are. I had a uh, schoolmate back then um, in the you know in the old days at uh, at Harvard School. His name was Doug Wick, and he's he's a, a famous producer. At one point, he and his wife were co-chairs of uh, Sony Columbia, and he's a total jerk face. You know what I mean? Just like you know, just like has uh, there was uh, has he has it just has complete disdain for any independent anything. And and there was this whole like sympathy piece how he worked his way up by working for Alan Bakula, you know, a famous director, and he was like a just a runner, and then he just kind of worked his way up into the thing. But he he happens to be his father happens to be C. Z. Wick, who was in the White House when Reagan was there, you know, and he got in trouble for recording recording stuff like during the Nixon era, and um, you know they uh, it was a it grew up in a home in Homby Hills which is uh, higher than Beverly Hills. It's like a combo of Beverly Hills and Bel Air. And, um, you know, and had this story like he had, you know, it, it had this uh, this whole unfolding story of uh, rags to riches, or kind of, you know what I mean? It just And it was so completely, you know, false. And... Um, you know, he may have worked for this, you know, famous director, producer guy. But, I mean, the fact of the matter is, it's just like all those positions are cherry. You can't get a job being an intern with someone like that, you know. And then from there, he, he, he uh, you know, he produces um, Gladiator, you know, his first couple efforts out. And I'm like, okay, you know. And that was a rags to riches story. And uh, it's actually his wife that really runs the show, Lucy. But yeah, um, completely, uh, you know, crazy guy, mean guy. I mean, we had another friend that went to uh, went to school with who was the uh, who was really royalty of Hollywood, you know. But Wick was royalty. He was uh, connected to the uh, to the Max Factor fortune and all that, and 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 so it was just like I, you know, it's it's. Uh, it's incredible, you know, seeing, you know, and then when he's in that position, people that used to know him, like, we contacted him. I think uh, our friend, mutual friend, who who was in that same class, uh, he, he told me something about him. He was like, isn't that cute that he's making independent films out there? And this guy was like a, a, a grandson of Jack Warner, you know, Warner Brothers, Jack Warner. And you know Hollywood, literal Hollywood royalty, and he was struggling as he literally was struggling as an independent because he didn't want to toe the line of, of Hollywood. He wanted to do independent films, and then you know, it, and so he was laughed at by people like this bloviated fool. When we were kids, we used to go to movies together, so we were pretty tight, you know. And then he turned into. Uh, he met Satan, and after that, he turned on us. He, he literally just turned into an enemy. Nice guy. I don't know if I'll get in trouble for saying that. You know, but at some point, you have to just call it. And then that's kind of where I'm at, too, with, um, you know, the uh, dark side of society, which is, 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 you know, my update report on that is that's doing very... Uh, that's got this little 
buzz on it going with all the uh, invitations to festivals. We just got, uh, I don't know if I can, well, I can say that about this, is invited to, I believe, down to Australia. Uh, so you'd be able to see it if you're near the Melbourne. I'm not sure what festival that is, but it's, that'd be a, that'd be a kick to go there. Wouldn't it? I, I'd love to go to Australia. I think I'd find a lot of, uh, things in common with people there. I really do, <laughs> especially rednecks, <laughs> but, uh, maybe not. I'm too, you know, my, my brain goes too fast. And so I appear to be crazy to normal people. And uh, that's just, uh, that's something I can't get away from. The only thing I do is seclude myself, you know, and, and uh, apologize for being myself. But, um, no, I'm being a bit facetious. I mean, you know, it's, if, if, you, if you live as long as I have, you, you develop a pretty thick skin and you don't really, you know, care. But I'm just, you know, so these people in Hollywood that are, that are you know, and in, um, you know, Wick's case, he's a producer, I think he's retired now. You know what I mean? He's he had his run. If he isn't, maybe he should be. I don't know. He's 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 had his run. You know, he had he had the the top of the line. He had the uh you know, the 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 running the, the you know, the only other person I think that was running Columbia was the the music department was being run by Rick Rubin at one point. And uh, same company. So that doesn't mean he's a bad guy. It's it's just that uh you know, I remember I, I screened uh, uh, early uh, screening of Angel Tide. I, I got the feeling that Angel Tide was a total failure, so I backed. I think I backed away from it. But he was up, his office was upstairs where we screened it, and I invited him to come down and take a look. And, of course, he didn't show up. You know, an old school buddy. You know what I mean? It's just like, uh, yeah, yeah, so what do you feel? It's, uh, because he was there when uh, our mutual friend died, and, and he was there uh, gaslighting us at the... Uh, you know, he was there um, acting all superior and, like, you know, he was uh, on top of it with Satan and all that. And and we who weren't, like, into that were all losers. And, um, you know, he just went from there, you know. And um, at some point, will he pay a price? And I, you know, I'm not sure people like that ever really wake up. You know what I mean? Ever, you know, look at themselves in the mirror, ever really have a conscience. I, I don't think so. I think they spend so much time trying to burn their consciences out of their minds. You know, people like that. I'm not saying, you know, him specifically, but people in general in those uh, higher positions um, tend to get rid of their conscience because they have to make lots of decisions that break people's lives and, you know, like firing people and, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, people that didn't do anything wrong just for political reasons, uh, getting rid of people you know, replacing people on a, you know, and then they, they, they needed to pay their mortgage, but they couldn't because of what that mean producer did. And so they develop, uh, you know, they become just shallow, uh, totally glib, you know, flighty, shallow. Hey, what's happening? You know, it's sort of like a, a good, a good example would be um, uh, Bob Evans in, um, what was that called? Uh what was it called? The Deal or something? It was it was about the making of The Godfather, and it was a it was a little series. What was that called? We watched that, and uh, it was pretty good actually. Uh, 
But that guy that played, played Robert Evans, you know, the, 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 back in the 70s, because that was back in the 70s in Beverly Hills, and, and he would go to the polo lounge every day, which was in the Beverly Hills Hotel. And, you know, he would just like, he was just loves everybody in the whole room. You know, oh, hey, darling, how are you? You know, it's kisses, hugs, and just unbelievable fakery, you know. And people buy it. They, they love it. They eat it up. And, and I've, I've come to the conclusion, we're just looking back, on you know my childhood and you know you know rubbing elbows with a lot of these people i just looking back on it you know i mean i had my own path you know obviously you know as the outcast you know that being being tossed out and and then and then kind of brought back later on you know but still weird yeah no no real connection i think the the you know what i've learned from that is I've learned that um, that it's really the system that breeds that kind of individual that uh, that is so flighty, that is so um, you know uh, shallow, that is so um, uh, you know supercilious. I'm just trying to find a word as a wordsmith here to describe you know, and they won't look at your material, you know what I mean? Unless you're in that same club that even if you were like, you know, best buddies and all that, they won't, you know, that doesn't go any further. They won't, they won't even acknowledge that you exist. That's how, you know, and the whole reason is, is because they're afraid of guilt by association. So that's why um, I say, you know, Calvary Chapel was fake because uh, you know, I don't think Chuck Smith or any of those people wanted to be uh, punished of guilt by association. I think they wanted to reach Hollywood. I think they wanted to expand everywhere they could, just like, you know, McDonald's. In other words, the Dead Jesus movement. The Dead Je- you know, Dead Jesus is a lot easier than Live Jesus. Live Jesus is an anvil. It breaks your neck every day. It's, just, it's, 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 it's within you. And you're falling short, and you've got to get right with God. And then it's, you know, rebuking that around you that's hurting people, children, things, you know, that all the evil around us. And, you know, confronting that. So we got the outside evil going on. We're fighting. We feel bad about ourselves. They're attacking. They're throwing their whammies in witchcraft. And they're all witches. They're all practitioners. Every last one of them. But then again, I've always said that. I mean, they may not be actively practicing, but they all know that that's going on. And so they all know who to be nice to. You know what I mean? Who to, who to butter up, you know, because they don't want any whammy on them. And what they don't realize is that, hey, Galatians 6, 7 is really true. You know, um, that, you know, God is not mocked. What you sow, so shall you reap. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's there. So what the witches do is try to find a scapegoat, right? You see how well they do that with Trump and with, you know, they find a scapegoat. So they do their evil in the dark, in their little circles, and they throw their little whammies on their little voodoo dolls. And, and you know, but then they have a scapegoat that, so, so if there's a backlash, the blame goes to the scapegoat, you know what I mean? The, 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 the karmic blowback goes to the scapegoat. So that they avoid, you know, and then a lot of these people just get super, super, um, you know, um, I think that's why the fat women thing has come in so strong in fashion, you know, because a lot of them are practitioners and, and, and it, the blowback from doing the spells is, 
you know, obesity is one of those things that happens to, especially to women. You know, I could always say you could walk in a room and, and you can just scan the room and know who's a, who's a practitioner, right? To know who's going to put a dagger in your back. Just look at the waistline. <laughs> That's it. You know, what, is, what does that mean? I, I, you know, I don't know why it's that way. I mean, I, I guess if you go down to uh, where a lot of voodoo is practiced and stuff down in New Orleans and down in, you know, Haiti and, and uh, Caribbean and stuff, and you see these these fat bombas, you know, um, it's 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 kind of a it's it's sort of a tradition, right? And they're you know they're 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 actively uh, you know, it's similar with Santeria and 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 the Mexicans that are into that, and they come up and they become like maids in Beverly Hills, but really they're running they end up running the show. They enslave the kids, they enslave the, the husband right away, right? Because he thinks. If he becomes their slave, that 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 she will either light candles, do ritual, do something in his favor, so he'll make more money and he'll get promoted. So that means more for her, more power for her. You know, usually it's a her. Okay, so um, you know, don't think I didn't notice that one. That's a very subtle trait. You got, I got to, you know, if I ever write about these people again, I really want to have that going. You know, I want to have that that aspect of how the maids run. Beverly Hills, you know, Pacific Palisades, Brentwood, Bel Air, Malibu. <laughs> you know, I'd love to write about how they run the entire show, how they, they, they basically, um, you know, I mean, I've known people who have um, fallen into those very strong spells. They're spells. And they fall into those spells. And you can rebuke it in Jesus, but the, the Lord's telling us, you should have never got that close to it in the first place. You should never open that door. Now you're asking me to help you out of it. You're rebuking it in the name of Jesus. But how did you get that close to where it was attacking you? I mean, that's a good, a good question for me. Well, I was born there. I was born into it. You know, born into generational, a generational curse. And, um, you know, so, so you know, I, it, it, in a lot of my life I spent as being, you know, kind of naive just you know trusting all these people and when it it turned out we were on two sides of a war and make no mistake they want to kill you okay that's the end game whether you do it whether it's a suicide whether it's no matter how it goes they want they want you dead now the way and it's that then they're not kidding and they they pull it off in many circumstances and you can tell when someone's hit and murdered in somewhere like beverly hills because Everybody looks the other way on it. Like, oh, well, that happens. You know, that, ha- that happens. You're not calling for an investigation. Your friend just got uh, whacked, and then that, and, and your response is that happens. Just put it out of your mind. You know, that, that's from a, that sounds like a guilty person there. You know, and um, it, so, so you, you know, and, and the police are afraid of uh the population of you know the powerful in places like that so they 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 basically become slaves as you've seen now with uh the whole dc thing and everything they the police just become slaves of it of the corruption i've seen that my whole life you know my grandfather got to the point he could call the police one time i got sideswiped by a car 
and was going down Palm Drive, and I was like, I was like five or six years old, and I was I had to go, I was put in the hospital, and when I got out of the hospital, that uh, they, they had put up or they were putting up stop signs at every corner of from uh, like Doheny all the way to uh, all the way to uh, like Whittier. In, in those streets between Sunset and Santa Monica, that's where all the stop signs came from. So there's a stop sign in every corner. He did that when I got hit. He, he simply called them and said, put him in. And they put him in. That's power. Right? He called. There was no meeting. There was no, there was no uh, legislature. There was no, you know, Congress voting. There was none of that. It says, put him in. Okay, boss. You know. And in they went. And then everybody from that point on was burdened with having to stop. That's where the, the idea of the California stop came from because people got so tired of these stop signs. Every block, you know, and I think some of the blocks are like Palm and then there was like Maple and then there was, you know, Elm and you know, lived on Elm for a while, lived on Palm. Then there was Foothill and then there was Rexford and, or, or whatever, uh, and there was like Alpine and you know, little names like that. And there was, you know, Linden and, you know, just different names. And they all had stop signs. So when people would stop, they started rolling through the stop. So that became known as the California stop. When you got too many stop signs, no one wants to stop all the way. So they sort of stop and they kind of roll. And so that became known as the California stop. And it was all my fault for getting sideswiped by that car. Isn't that something? <laughs> <laughs> that's that story, and uh, it, it's actually true, you know, and uh, it's quite an embarrassing fact that, you know, that, and if they can do that, they can say, okay, uh, you know, remove this person from Earth, okay, and uh, they get removed. Yeah, so th that's really no problem either. So that's what you're dealing with in D.C., you know, in Washington, you know, steering it toward the uh, the corruption the corruption has always been there. It's just that now that they're planning on you know killing everybody, they're they're going ahead and letting themselves be known as your executioners. And so far that I can see, no one's doing anything about it. You know what I mean? They're just talking about it. They're saying, "Hey, these guys are coming and they're going to take everything you have and kill you." And that's about as far as we. I think that's as far as we've gotten, isn't it? We don't. There's nobody doing anything. I mean. They're trying to fight back in, in, with law. The problem with that is that all the judges are corrupt, so I don't know what you're going to do there. The judges are going to just, they're going to violate the law and they're going to, they're going to vote with their, you know, their political, their communism, their Satanism, their abortionism. Abortionism is a, is a cult. I mean, it's, you know, people want to get pregnant so they can rip out their kid and do a sacrifice and then boost themselves. Some of them even want to get those stem cells out of there. At least they use the umbilical cords for the stem cells, and, and then inject those into their into their bodies. So, uh, how did we get off on this uh, tangent today? I, I, I think um, I think the music that inspired me. It was just it was not a DJ mix really per se. It was just a little kind of a mix of um, you know the variety of stuff that. Uh, that I had produced based on our consciousness. In other words, based on, you know, the, uh, you know, what's really going on. 
And um, because I, I can't really listen to pop music today. I'm kind of, you know, I, I, I like some of the singers. I like Post Malone, you know, and people like that. Uh, but let's face it, they're just conformed robots. You know, in the end, there's just no creativity there, really. It's just like, you know, good rhythm and blue, good R&B, good, you know, it, it, good entertainment. And nothing, um, you know, they're not going to let another Beatles come through. They're not going to let another... Bob Dylan come through. They're not going to let another Jimi Hendrix or Jim Morrison come through. They're not going to let another Janis Joplin, even though they were all kind of on the other side, touting the uh, the benefits of free love and, and LSD, which is basically a, a door opening into black magic and uh, human sacrifice, which ended up happening, literally. So, you know, so there's the parameters of evil in your society. In other words... There's, you know, go to the hospital, you know, you, you run into a witch's coven on the floor, you know, in the, in the guise of nurses. Just gave me a great idea for a book. You know, it's really real. There's nothing I can do about it. It's just, because if they're not with the Lord right now, they're with the devil. And so therefore they're turned to, you know, communism, abortionism, witchcraft, you know, the occultism, the occult, all of it. There's more of a movement toward witchcraft now than there ever has been in the history of the world. And there's an exodus out of all the churches. There's no revival. Like, they put on this Jesus Revolution movie where they, they said, all, showing all these people like it was some big big deal, a big movement. And um, where is it today? Nowhere to be found. Right? And if you do go to the, their churches and all that, they're basically you're going to meet the same old, same old devil. Conform or die. You know, and, and that means, at the very least, you know, participate so we have something on you and look the other way and keep your mouth shut. That's basically what it means. You know what I mean? And then when people do that, uh, evil spreads all over the world and then it destroys their children and then eventually kills them. So the idea of killing your children to keep yourself financially viable uh, is ridiculous because it comes back on you and you are the one that dies. But they can't figure that out. They, they actually, even in, you know, Buddhism and Hinduism, and because they, they love these Eastern religions, you know, they all like Madame Blavatsky and Gurdjieff and all these occultists and all that. They're totally into, you know, blending Western mysticism and Eastern uh, philosophy. Every one of them uh, has, you know, karma as a, you know, a bedrock of, um, of, of their um, faith. It's like the whole, the whole um, you know, sin of man in Buddhism is desire. Because desire attaches you to this world and attaches you to karmic uh, consequences. Right? So in, in Western, you know, desire is also equally as evil because desire turns you toward, um, you know, jealousy, avarice, competition, you know, um, just things that, 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 that make people miserable and, and, you know, and turn back on them, you know, uh, adultery, um, murder. Uh, it's all linked to desire, right? To the desire to be famous, the desire to be rich, the desire to be, you know, to distinguish yourself, the desire to make your mark. All those things are bad, you know, if you want to be free. 
All those things are enslaving. That desire is an enslaving thing. When people write about desire, they just can't help themselves. They have to indulge in their, uh, you know, even Sam Smith, the guy that, you know, does golden showers on stage. Golden showers on stage and wins Grammys for it. Just think about that for a second. Golden showers, urine, on stage, in his mouth, and in all their mouths as they're dancing around, trying to show you how, uh, you know, how much of an abomination they can be. Right? How much like, you know, the, the canceling men and women, you know, becoming like, you know, androids or whatever. So all, all of that, you know, all of that, um, thinking they're rebelling against God when they don't realize what they're doing is re- rebelling against self because there is no separation between self and God. So therefore, they're rebelling against themselves and their better nature and what they know is right versus wrong. They don't want to have the conscience, so they do bad things or things they think are bad, like they think it's bad to drink urine and so they make a show of it. Well, to someone that's free in Christ, they don't think about it like that. Like, oh, that's a taboo. I better do it. It's, it's that, all that's gone. You don't, you don't go there. The desire is for the Lord and for more of the Lord, and that's, that's the only healthy desire there is. Other than that, the rest of them aren't worth shit. You know, they just get you in trouble. And so Buddhism comes along and says, okay, so... The, the problem with the earth is that all life, all human life is suffering. All. All life is suffering. Now, these, these people, these occultists and witches and stuff, these are sort of, uh, you know, what's her name, Merkel, and, the, and, the, you know, and the, the people that are all into the cult that's, uh, you know, got the collider going, and, you know, their pseudoscience and all their bullshit. They, uh, they um, you know, basically worship these Tibetans and you know, which the Tibetan Buddhists are even more radical in that in that way, you know, in, in that you know, in that belief they actually have a thing called the Tibetan Book of the Dead, which is how to navigate your soul through the Bardo state, the state of after death. Because all the demons are there trying to block you from moving on, right? And they want to put you back in a body somewhere so you can suffer some more. And they have it all worked out in that way. And you would think that if the Western people knew anything, but they prove, all they end up proving is how ignorant they are. That they, they see Buddhism on the face of it, which can be tied to Christianity pretty easily through the, uh, you know, through the reap what you sow doctrine. And, 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 and that that's the cause of misery. And then God gives us, you know, commandments, not because to make it taboo and make it something to rebel against, but to to keep us, you know, on the path of you know getting out of here, going home, and all that, and you know, keep us you know on the path of peace, on the on the path of goodwill, and the path of love. You can't be on the path of love if you're if you're greedy and you're jealous, and you're envious. And I've seen so many people, you know, say they're Christians, and they're the worst at this jealousy and envy. They're the, they're the absolute worst. They actually go out of their way to uh, you know to basically. They won't be accurate, but anyone they don't like, they, they go after and say they're a Satanist. or they, they call them what they are, like a witch or whatever. And um, from people like that, you know, when, when you know they're not accurate, the best thing to do is to get the 
hell away. And to not, you know, give any credence to that, uh, uh, you know, to their doctrine or to anything they say. If they want to pray with you, reject it, you know, walk away. Don't be equally yoked with people that are serving other gods. People that follow other gods, are, you know, other gods, uh, you know, the, the proof of that is when they are jealous and they are uh, slandering and they are, you know, you know, it's one thing to point out uh, prophetic truth and it's another thing to slander. There's a fine line. If you see something like that, that's, you know, a, a trap for people, you need to speak up. You're not slandering anyone. You're saving people. You need to speak up, so they'll take that edict and then run with it and, and, and have a you know a uh, you know a defamation campaign going against whoever they don't like, you know. So you can imagine women scorned, right? And they they go after somebody and they get rejected, and so they go, and then maybe they're a leader in some ministry or something, and it's like that's a Satanist, you know. And so they they start down that path, and it's all because they desire money. They desire sex. They desire notori- They desire something that they're not getting, and Jesus is not enough for them. So they start in like that, and you know that ends up uh, when that's in a church setting, in a in a ministry setting in a church. What does it do? It divides everyone, and then it's used to make the pastor have all the power, and his little cadre of of, of uh, spirit thieves. And the congregation have nothing because they don't share. So that winds up being a you know a cauldron for witchcraft and Satanism, and then eventually it's the witches take over, and they decide who's going to be the pastor. They decide who's going to be you know you know promoted, and who's going to be scrubbing toilets. You know that's that's basically what ends up happening. It becomes some kind of a satanic democracy. You know where where the, the 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 majority will will vote a certain way that they're told to vote, and that's what we have in America. It's like a satanic democracy where they're all you know possessed. See, we there was an accurate word about a few years ago when the the sheep and the goats are being divided. This is I don't know it was five years ago. And we were talking about the sheep and the goats being divided, and that's it, that Jesus was dividing the sheep and the goats, because Jesus is, you know, the lamb is, you know, with us, you know, and so he'll do the dividing, and he moves them all over the place. He, he'll make them change their mind. He'll make a guy like that, that uh, he, he, can, he can do anything. He'll take what's meant for harm and turn it into good, you know, for those who love him or are called according to his purpose. That's all all on the table, you know, provided you, you, you don't have this like side Jesus thing. We got Jesus over here. You go, I'm putting you number one, Lord. And then you're over here. You're like secretly desiring to have all this stuff. You know, it's just gotta be, it, 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 the focus has to be God. And then whatever you were doing, you do the best that you can. And you, you've got to just give it up to God. And, you know, you know, he'll give you the status that you need to be. He'll give you the award if you need an award. He'll give you a you know a, a leg up. He'll give you money. He'll give you you know provision. He'll he'll do the path. But when we want to get in there and we start getting we start acting like the world, and you know we want to go up the ladder. We want to distinguish ourselves. We want to uh, you know have this success. 
having desire for success is evil. Completely. It's no different than the Satanist. They have the same desire for success. They're the same. So, but following the Lord makes it easy because you just shift that desire to the Lord. That desire has to be the Lord. You desire the Lord, the more of the Lord. And it's amazing how many things fall in place. It's amazing how successful you actually end up. But you, you know, it's like when Peter walked on the water, but you're not supposed to look at that success like you did anything. It's all glory goes to God. That's all. It's just a little shift. Is that so much to ask? I mean, I really, I, I almost marvel that, you know, none of the churches seem to be able to do that. So is that so much to ask? That you, that you, that you, you know, stop with the personal desires? You know, and no matter what it is. I'll tell you, I've had a lot more peace since, um, you know, I, 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 at one point I, I was a materialist and I was just like thinking if I had the right car... <laughs> If I had the right, you know, uh, watch, the right car, the right clothes, the right body, the right looks, I could overcome what's really hurting me inside. I could overcome my broken heart. Wrong. <laughs> really wrong. If I just work harder, really dedicate myself to, to you know, learning my, my writing craft and learning my music craft and learning my, uh, you know, producing craft or whatever else I'm doing or screenplay craft or whatever, if I just really dedicate myself then. And as I look back, the biggest successes I've had have been when I didn't give a fuck. Like, that's how I am now. You know, and, there was a, you know, and, and, and everybody wants to win a war. They want to do things, and I'm like, no, I don't care. And I'm, I'm going to double down on that. I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm working it. I live in the now. I don't live tomorrow like, oh, I hope we get this. I hope that happens. Yeah, I hope this happens. No, I d- divorce all that. You know, Jesus. I want Jesus. I, I hope, you know, the Lord will lead the way. Okay, so we don't have to worry about that anymore. Now, so let's move on. What's the next topic? Jesus. Okay, you know, the spirit realm. Spiritual warfare. Uh, you know, the planet's going to hell in a handbasket. You know, so what are you going to do about that? You know, so that becomes the path while you're doing whatever it is you're doing, whether you're a scientist or a musician or a filmmaker, whatever it is, living for the awards or living for the, for the accolades is a path to hell. And it's, it, it, it's a path to great misery in real time because you want something you don't have. And the Lord is like, you know, don't covet what your neighbor has, but also don't covet what you don't have. Because when you do, it's a recipe for complete misery. So we all have to, you've got to just detach yourself from needing, you know, it's like um, I got to a point where I, you know, when people would critique what I'd write one way or the other, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, and it's not that I didn't care, but I didn't, you know what I mean? I didn't take, any critiquing, just, you know, it's someone's opinion of, you know, who cares. I took great offense when uh, we were attacked on IMDb, even though we won like 70 war, 80 awards, whatever, and Larry won a lot of best pictures, and, you know, he was uh, really distinguished himself as a director, 
which we all knew he, he, you know, we all knew he would, you know, and, um, and we were putting God first every day. We were just like trying to, you know, having prayers every day and really trying to like not focus on what, you know, cause we started with nothing and, you know, we had no connections. Remember that Trish? We had no connections. We had a hostile crew who were just, you know, wanting us, you know, basically, you know, dead and, you know, they were gaslighting us and they were also trying to set us up for lawsuits. I mean, that's how nice they were. Don't make a film in Austin. If you're, uh, if you're not PC, Austin is not your place, okay? Don't go there. The, yeah, they pretty much ruined Austin. The, the, Austin has the most hostile film crew in the world and they, they will literally try to take you down if you're an indie. If you come in there with Netflix or something like that backing you, then they'll sit there and worship. They'll lick your boots. They'll lick your feet. They'll lick your, you know, everything. But, but Love your uh, T-shirt. My shirt? Yeah. Yeah. Live free or die. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I, it's got an InfoWars thing on the back. And, uh, you know, here's my prediction about InfoWars. I predict InfoWars will become the mainstream news. I made that prediction five years ago when everybody was saying the opposite. It will become, I'm not saying it's going to be the most accurate. There may be some, uh, you know, another news movement that comes after that that might be even more accurate and better and will knock InfoWars out. But I'm just saying before that happens, InfoWars will become the mainstream news because the legacy media is pretty much toast after this Trump thing. Let's talk about the Trump thing since that's fun. First of all, let me tell you about Trump. All right, I was pissed off quite a bit at the fact that he was boosting, you know, Fauci and the, you know, and the Burks and the, you know, the guy at the who, you know, is like this known terrorist guy, you know, and all these bogus, uh, you know, UN is completely bogus, filled with, you know, corrupt communist and Satanist and pedophiles and bullshit artists. So, but Trump was like in bed with him and in bed with Pfizer, you know, pushing this warped speed. And, you know, millions of people have died, from that, and they're not even giving the, the full tally. But you know, you got to look at the worldwide picture of death, and uh, and then now they're they're dying of you know starvation, or they will be soon. And you know, then he comes back. He says, "I saved millions of lives," and I just got so turned off of that. I just thought, "Oh, geez, you know, I I don't see how I could, you know, I I feel like I've been duped." I mean, this guy was in, you know, he's a Scottish Freemason. He's in bed with, you know, there's there's rumors that he was. You know, more than just rumors that he was, uh, you know, a friend of Epstein. And then it's like, oh, shit. You know, and, and cause, because I, I was, you know, when I, when I was boosting Trump, I was in, you know, I love the China policy. And I liked the Russia policy of, you know, not getting in a war. Um, Biden's in a war because he's he's a, he's a he's a dumb shit. He's he's ruled by the deep state, and they want war with Russia, and they want nukes to, you know. He always wanted to nuke his own people, and then blame it on Russia, like he blames everything on Trump. He's a low level thug, and the fact that people can't see it—I mean, what it, it's divided me from a lot of people because I, if they say they're pro Biden or something, I I will never speak to them again. There's no point in, you know, acknowledging their existence. Because along with that comes, you know, a spiritual situation, right? They, they've, they've been spoken for. They have been, you know, they have chosen the path of, you know, the world system, Satan, whatever you want to call it, 
they have conformed to it and they've made their decision and given their consent and the sheep and the goats were divided about five years ago. And so they're, so if they're not with Jesus for real, then, then they're by default, they're there. And they'll go around saying, oh, you're homophobic and this and that and racist to wear that MAGA hat. Well, so I was really mad about that, you know, and then, and then the consequences of Trump's uh, boast. No, 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 you're not going to bother me. So the consequences of Trump's boast, you know, may be people may have died from that. But here's the situation we're in. The only person that can actually make a difference and, and turn, you know, because where we're headed now, okay, you've seen L.A., you've seen San Francisco. Picture every city in America as shambles. I've seen it. I've seen it for years. You know, that it, it's going to be devastated. It's going to be, probably it's just all going to be in ruins. What do you think of Carrie Lake's idea that... Uh... Instead of impeaching Biden and going through all that, well, it's a good they idea. Just but decertify. No, they'll just get the guns out and start shooting people. Decertify the never, last election. And, they're and thugs. Install. They'll just start shooting people. They, they, they. We're beyond uh, courts. We're beyond the judiciary. The judiciary won't make any problem. Let me just say something about Trump, though. You know, in okay, so that was a big flaw, and a big blind spot. And I don't think he thought he got anybody hurt or killed or you know whatever. You know, he, he just couldn't admit that the uh, the shots were tainted with the mRNA, um, which they knew would kill, you know, um, a lot of people. So then he wants to run. Okay, then I look at, you know, the Democrat, which is really basically the satanic abortionist um, murder party, uh, murder, murder of children party, the, the, the party... The Democrats are now the party of child sex trafficking and abuse. And basically, the Democrat way killed my daughter, you know, if you want to just get down to brass tacks. They're the, they're the party of pedophilia. They're the party of forced pedophilia in the classroom. If you don't conform, then, then, then they want you to kill yourself. You know, the party of euthanasia, the party of, you know, they're the party of death. Why? Because they rejected God. They reject God 100%. And they didn't used to be that way. I mean, I not at all. It was the opposite. You had these, you had a lot of sort of liberal Democrats who were all about God and life and everything. One, one, you know. But then they, the abortion issue divided them, and they started voting yes for abortion. And then, what they don't understand is that there's no such thing as abortion. What there is is the harvesting of body parts. And the laws are changing now. Uh, I'm not sure what state was it, Michigan or one of these states, where they made it so that if the uh, if the baby lives after the abortion, you don't have to report it. And the reason for that is is because they have to carve them up while they're alive on the table. You know, cut out their little hearts and spleens and you know their body parts, their DNA too gets harvested. The blood gets collected and harvested. Um, everything does because it's used also. Yeah, and then it's shipped out from the hospitals to, you know, to underground military bases where they're doing all kinds of experiments and chimeras and, you know, working with uh, beings that, that uh, they say are alien but probably were, you know, another form of human from another time that, that became robots or machines, whatever. Whatever they are, it doesn't really matter. It's all an abomination. 
So they became the party of abomination. The Republicans are the party of pedophilia, though. They're the party of human trafficking. They're the party of uh, child sex trafficking and snuff films, right? The very wealthy conservative donors in the snuff films. I mean, even there was a movie Nicolas Cage did, 8mm, where it was just that sort of thing, a conservative, old, wealthy, you know, woman and... You know, she she won this tape back, and it was something that they made, a snuff film, or they watched, or they had desire for. And those snuff films are very important to them. So, you know, so you have both parties tainted like that. And then there's Trump, who obviously the entire Republican Party hates him, and they make it a point. So you see these idiot celebrities like Rob Reiner, I can't think of a bigger idiot. I mean, he really lived up to his, his, his name, Meathead, right? Completely. And no matter what, they want Trump arrest. They want Trump to die in jail. No, no punishment is too much for Trump. It's, it's sick. It's, it's, it's Trump psychotic syndrome. You know, I mean, it's, 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 it's just unbelievable, the focus on that. But it's, it's really deeper than that. It's like you get rid of him, then they want to kill you. The actually Democrat Party policy is now... You know, it comes down from Obama. Obama sets policy. And basically his policy is kill all conservatives. You know, it's what, what's, you know, kill all white people, whatever. You know, that's, that's Obama's. It's, 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 it's all, you know, being implemented. And they're, they're, going so, they're, they're going so hot and heavy with uh, destroying the earth that they can't stop now. I can, I can tell you what's going to happen to them. It's going to backfire on Obama. Obama's the quarterback. So it's going to, you know, he's really the guy who's even higher up than Klaus Schwab and all that. He's higher up than them. He's actually, you know, and then, then there's talk of uh, Big Mike running. It's okay, okay, you know, Mike has a penis. I mean, just but it should have been disclosed in the first place, and it wasn't. And it's like, well, I can't win if I have a tranny as a wife, you know, and it's like, okay. And then they killed Joan Rivers because she happened to just make a little slip, and it's like, you know, you Slip of the tongue like that gets you killed. So it's it's just amazing watching this level of it's just like watching sewer, watching the sewer run down you know run down to the beach, sludge sewer, shit, and that's the you know the I you know God forgive me I'm you know when these people die I don't really care. To me that's not even death it's it's sort of like. It's just like, you know, when the trees are all, you know, I kind of take the attitude of the Bible, you know, when the trees, when the branches have gotten, you know, dead, that God gets out the pruner and he prunes the branches. Because what he's looking for is he's looking for souls dedicated to him and his path and his way. These people are dedicated. See, this is what happens. When, and, and I understand the, the, why the Democrats and the Republicans have become so corrupt. They're actually one party. And Trump stands out for them. Trump is actually, the you know, even though he's kind of double-minded, obviously, <laughs> right? Anyone who says he isn't double-minded is an asshole. It's a liar. And so I hear this, better watch out, Infowars and people like that. You better, you know, they're all touting Trump now as the only hope. And it's like, don't start that again. At the same time, he's probably the only guy that can, could, could get things back on track, but 
if he were elected, there would be they would burn down the rest of their because I always I always tell people. So here's what they do. Whenever the exodus of California happened and the Californians, you know, liberals leave California and they're not liberals, they're 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 radical uh you know, they're a death cult, right? They're a death cult. But then so are the Republicans. So, I mean, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm not a party of any of them. I'm not in any of their parties. I'm not in, I want nothing to do with any of them. And uh, people that would call me uh, names like, you know, a, a, a white supremacist boomer or asshole thing, I've, that I don't hear them. They don't exist to me. They're dead to me already. And the people that would boost me up, they're, I don't want to hear them either. I just want to keep my eyes on the Lord and I don't want to go up or down or you feel good about myself or bad about myself. I don't really want to regard myself because that's where you start getting in trouble. My desire. I want to win. I need this. I need that. And what, as soon as I start getting into that, you know, it's, it's just abject misery. So I repent, Lord, for, for I got to keep wrenching myself back away from desire. But see, in Buddhism and, well, in Hinduism, there's, you know, they, they believe that, you know, asceticism can lead to the quenching of desire and, you know, in the realm of samsara, samsara being the realm of illusion, uh, which is, my, I think it's, it's, it's called maya, you know, the realm of illusion. And then there's the um, uh, meditation and, you know, yoga as a means of, well, it should be as a means of quenching desire. That's the whole idea. That if you if you starve yourself to death, eventually you won't want food. You won't you won't want something, and that will end your karmic uh, debt. And you can see that people can never quite achieve that. And so, without being forgiven and being saved by an external, you know, by you know, by an external and then internal process, Jesus. There's no salvation. There is no deliverance through asceticism. I can tell you, yoga does not ultimately deliver souls. The Upanishads is incomplete because the, 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 the final word in the Upanishads is Atman equals Brahman. And Atman does not equal Brahman. So there's, you know, that's the formula that, um, you know, that and other ideas of quantum physics uh, were used by Oppenheimer, sorry, you know, to... to, to uh, you know, to split the atom, right? The micro is, 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 and the macro are one, so therefore you can take something very small and make it very big. So Atman can equal Brahman, and the, the little, you know, dividing the, uh, the atom can, can yield this big explosion. Atman equals Brahman. But see, that might kind of in a really loose theoretical way work in, you know, in, in what might have been <laughs> called modern physics, which is really, um, you know, kindergarten level witchcraft and uh so it's uh yeah no respect your enemy you know you gotta you, no i've do not go kicking the witches or spitting on the bible it says you don't thou shalt not suffer a witch to live and the reason it says that uh in deuteronomy i believe the reason it says that is because um uh, just trying to alert you to how serious that, that, that how much power these people have you know that, uh, but but what they did is when they went on witch hunts, they would round up the uh, pure hearts and the lambs, because they're guilty and they didn't repent, and they're not having a relationship with God. So they round up the godly people and burn them at the stake as witches, and so that's been the, the sad history of uh, the persecution of witchcraft. 
I could go on and on. I could go on and on and on. I wish someone should record this and maybe just write it up as different sections of it um, so that it would give, it would help fill in where the knowledge is today. Because I read the experts, you know, I remember reading like like Fritz Springmeier about mind control and and, uh, who was a schnoblin about something or other until I found parts of his book that weren't there. You know, Russ Dizdar, we read, you know, The Black Awakening, all these kind of books people would write, and they all seemed kind of incomplete to me. And they didn't quite seem uh, that they covered it. You know, this, this little thing we're talking about today, this thing called desire. You know what I mean? Because a lot of these people, they wanted to be a famous author, or they wanted to be, you know, and that has to be, you, nothing wrong with writing books, nothing wrong with producing anything you want to produce, windmills, <laughs> you know, music, you know, a stage show. I, it doesn't matter, you know, whatever your God gave you gift-wise to use, but unless it's handed over to God, it's not going to work. It's going to be for your... If, if you're following Jesus, and if you say that's what you're doing, and then you're trying to control your arts or your inventions or whatever it is you're producing... Uh, your inventions will fail. If you truly give it up and give up that desire to win, you know, and I know it's, it's burned into our culture, but if you give up that desire to compete, to win, to do all that, and you just diligently do your work because you're working and, you know, because it pleases the Lord that you're working, right? The Lord doesn't want us sitting and doing nothing. So whatever your work would be, the Lord is pleased with that work, and you're doing it on behalf of him. And if you keep that focus like that, then you know you lose the desire, but then in the end you win because God you know provides God has endless provision for those who you know who but but you can't be controlling, coveting, competing, you know obsessing or you know desiring your own personal victories because it, it, they will be denied. The Satanists can do that. And they will get them, those victories. Do not be envious of the wicked that, that prosper. Don't do that. They're wicked. They're going to prosper. You know, they're going to want to do something. They're going to have desire to do it. And then they're going to do it. And then they're going to win because they're doing it as a collective. Don't do that. If you're following the Lord, you put the Lord first. And, and then you just, you know, you do your best in your work. And you try like, you know, you try you know, you, you put the effort in to take desire out of it. And that will equal um, victory. But you're not supposed to want the victory. It's a spiritual principle, and it works every time. It works even with the secular folks. How many times do you hear people say, um, you know, gosh, I just was doing what I love to do, and I wasn't thinking about money. I wasn't thinking about success. I wasn't thinking about anything. And the next thing you know, here I am, you know, and uh, wow, I'm very lucky, really blessed. And, you know, I'm just, uh, I hope other people succeed too, you know, and, and you know, if you can keep that attitude off yourself and that desire off yourself and how many people find themselves in that winner's circle only to have a string of failures because they start controlling it because they now they want more because it's because it stokes up their desire and when it stokes up their desire they start losing 
if they be of God. If they be of the devil, then the devil wants you to have desire. So it's the opposite. Right? But desire is what, uh, is what killed this place. Desire is what, what destroyed Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. is now in ruins. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if the, uh, you know, somebody takes out the Washington Monument pretty soon, the White House, the, the, the mall, all of it. Funny, when they pulled down, uh, you know, what's his name, the, 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 the Freemasonry guy, who was that? I forgot his name now. It's fading out. Um, not Aleister Crowley, but who was the other guy, the guy that was won in three world wars and then, then had, wants Islam and, and Judaism and, uh, you know, Christianity to, to all wipe each other out and then they'd be left with just Luciferians. He was a big Luciferian guy. Well, they pulled his, you know, Antifa and people like that pulled his statue down. And uh, the irony of that is that they pulled the statue down of their leader. <laughs> Because they're too ignorant to understand who they're... They don't know who their leader is. They don't understand what the goal is. The goal, uh, obviously, is to never tell anybody how, how the cult is controlling them. But it's like one big Jonestown cult now. If you're not with Jesus, then you're in the death cult. If you are with Jesus, we've got to keep our eyes on Jesus for because provision... You know, here's what the winter circle actually looks like in the future, having a meal on your, you know, having shoes on your feet, having a, uh, a place to, uh, um, you know, to worship, being able to um, keep some modicum of peace of mind. That's what victory looks like, and none of those things involve personal desire. It all has to do with gratitude. Gratitude because gratitude attracts um, success to, the, to those who are following the Lord. Uh, if you've got a problem in your life, start praising God for the things that God's done. And then, you know, because He already knows what you need, He knows already. So thank you, Lord, for all the things that you've done for us. Thank you so much. Thanks for saving my life. I know they didn't do it. I don't give them even an ounce of credit because they're so mean and so satanic. I don't know if you've seen hospitals lately, but they're, since COVID, it's, turned, it's, it's uh, basically a death mill. It's a real mixed bag because you need some of their things to survive like antibiotics and different things but then you need you know you need god to to do the healing so you know and i i can tell you i didn't have any desire to really heal when i was in there because i was so out of it i didn't really even i didn't have any thought on my mind and uh in other words i didn't get in the way of my healing Had I had a lot of desire to heal and all that and a lot of desire to do anything, um, anything I've ever really had desire for, you know, in my life, I, it's been taken away from me. But I've still tried to cling on. And that's, you know, I mean, now, I mean, at this point, 
no, I, I, I reject it. But the, the, there's an instinct, there's a, there's a kind of a, a reflexive automatic reaction to try to hang on, to try to control something. You know, I want to win. Oh, I hope we do this. Oh, I've got to do that. I've got to, yeah, I want to boost my career. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to get that book published. I want to da 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 And it's like, God knows all that. So there's no point in focusing on that. You know, sometimes I get visions about things, and vision's fine. Thank you, Lord, for that vision. Um, you know, um, but, you know, it's got to stop there. It can't be, oh, I need more. I need, gosh, I want more visions. I want, I want more signs of victory. <laughs> I've got the victory now. And the desire for victory is evil. The desire to win is evil. The desire to compete is evil. The desire to, um, you know, to, to, to you know, climb the social ladder is evil. The desire to be, um, to be accepted is evil. The desire for, 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 for people uh, based on their looks, let's say, is it's hormonal and it's evil. <laughs> Meaning it leads to the opposite of life. Evil is like, you know, evil and then the opposite is live. So it leads to the opposite of life. You know, it's, it's, it, you know, you know I, I remember when I had gone through a divorce and I, you know, lost the house and the bank account, house, all, all kinds of stuff. And I was really considering killing myself because and then eventually I got, I said, what am I, you know, and I just adapted to, you know, less. And, uh, you know, things had a way of falling into place. I mean, I, what was all the worry about? Look, that I didn't have as much as I had before, therefore just wah, 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 and kill yourself? Right? I can't control what uh, what's going to happen like that. I can't, you know, I can't... I'd be, if someone's gonna, you know, try to get what you have or sue you or whatever, or, you know, make, you know, oh, I know. It's, uh, how do you know what you do? I just said, well, I just have to consult with the Lord and see what the Lord wants me to do. If attacked, it might be, uh, you know, counter sue for damages. But that can't be something that I come up with. Like, oh, I, I want to get even. If I have a, I want to get even in my heart, you can best rest assured that whatever I do will fail. I guarantee, and, and, and let me even take it further. It should fail. It would be a benefit to me if it does fail. It would be a detriment to me if it succeeds. And so getting angry at these people, there's too many of them to be angry at. It's a, like a... a, a you're dealing with now a zombie apocalypse, you know, pretty much. You know, it's like the metaphor, right? The zombie apocalypse, you know, the, you know, World War Z. That's what you're dealing with right now. And I've seen them on their, what, with their bloodlust of, of Trump, wanting to get Trump, and it, it, it's completely, you know, mentally, um, it's, it, it's psychotic. Every one of these people would be given, uh, you know, Thorazine, how about one of these, you know, Melorel, one of these antipsychotic drugs to, to try to get them from, you know, because some of them you actually hear voices of Trump. 
They see visions of Trump. So, you know, Trump is, but let me just break it down for you. Trump is the only guy that can actually, you know, make America what America was, which, which is, you know, not a dictatorship. The only remedy for the dictator problem that's going on right now, the totalitarianism, the, Orwell, the peak Orwell, the only solution is Trump. 100% true. Not one person on that stage or who's running for president in the Republican camp, not one of them except for that Vera Swamy guy. That, what's his name? That well, guy. I'm grateful that... Uh, but um, there's not one... He, yeah, but he can't, he, he, he can't lead. And so, also Robert uh, Kennedy Jr. Nah, he's not going to get it. But so, he's doing good things. Like right now he's that's doing, fine. He's doing what he's supposed to do. The, the point is, the only guy that can actually do anything with all this is, uh, is Trump. And if, I uh, because he has ego. I'm, no, I'm just telling you, and, 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 but, but voting for Trump is evil. See, here's the dilemma I'm in. If I, if I voted for Trump, I'd be doing evil because I'd be voting for a guy that lied about the mRNA, said he saved bil- billions of millions of people, tens of millions of people is a quote. You should just and, blame that on, on Pence. On well, well you, can, you can blame it on whoever you want, but the fact of the matter is it, it requires an apology. I, I agree. I agree. It requires repentance. I think so if you, if you vote for an unrepentant sinner like that, you know, who lets the lie sit there, then I, I, I can guarantee you he will not be successful. Well, but he'll be more successful. He repent. Let's pray. He's not going to repent. Let's pray that he well, it's a real pickle that America's in. And, um, and you know, I, I kind of, you know, I've sort of lost my desire for, for a kind of, like a lot of people, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm almost chalking this up to human nature that the humans here don't deserve America. I'm looking at the vast majority of people, and I'm like, you know, do we really want them as neighbors? Live free or die. Do I really want the, the people of Michigan as my neighbors? Save for my friends up there. Yeah, sorry, you guys. But do I really want the people of Michigan or Minnesota or any of these other places that have gone full peak or will full commie totalitarianism and they're ready to kill all white people and all that stuff? You know, to emulate what's going on in Africa with the farmers, you know, uh, they kill the whites that ruin the farming. And I guarantee you what's going to happen down there is they, you know, they're going to kill all the white farmers and then they're basically going to uh, uh, let all the uh, farms go to seed. Farming takes skill, takes, you know, if you steal land to start working it, I mean, it's, you've already built, you've got a built-in karmic debt right there, you're going to fail. They'll just go to seed until someone comes along to help. You know. But the idea of white being the problem suddenly and then having all people of color commit the same crimes that they accuse white people of doing, and then if you're a descendant of a white person, somehow you're guilty and you should be punished, is so wrong that it's, that it's, it's going to bring back the blowback on them totally 100%. They won't be here in the future, none of them. They're working for their own destruction and they don't even know it. D.C., the lawfare that's going on, they're working to destroy the, uh, you know, the uh, Constitution, Supreme Court, and everything else, but what they're going to destroy are their own lives. Obama has completely fucked himself, basically. 
because he's too stupid. He's too short. He thinks he's smart. He's not smart. He's clever. He's crafty. But intelligence would require understanding about the spiritual warfare and things like that. He doesn't know anything about that, but he does know children. He does know how to build a heck of a house right on the ocean at a time of global warming and huge seas, of Al Gore warning, uh, right there in Martha's Vineyard on the water. He does know how to get all kinds of wealth. When he started with a, with, a, with a civil servant's salary, he's got hundreds of millions of dollars of properties and wealth just everywhere. And he is the de facto president of the world. And so he remains hidden. But he's the guy. And everything that you see is Obama. Everything Biden does is Obama. You say, well, it's the deep state doing it. Now it's Obama doing it. The deep state's helping to carry it out. So the, 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 the real president is Obama. This is, we've heard it said a million times, this is Obama's third term. Obama's the most powerful man in the world. Bill Gates serves Obama. This is Obama's vision, is, you know, as much violence and, and uh, chaos as possible. And then blame it on people that, that resist his orders. Yep, Saul Alinsky to the hilt, which was, which was the, uh, the ultimate Luciferian. So that's what they are, and everything they do is just going to lead to their own destruction and that's exactly where they're headed. They're headed for their own death, their own destruction. And the first part's going to be uh, no place to hang out at the White House. It's just, you know, who knows? If they elect Trump, maybe there'll be some riot, you know, and they'll just knock it all down. Along with, uh, you know, New York and uh, whatever some of the other cities, you know, uh, Philadelphia. And, uh, you know, I can just go on and on with uh, how many cities, you know, L.A., San Francisco's already gone. And you didn't even need to nuke it. You just needed to put Obama in charge, and that's what you get. I think Obama's thing is he's filled with rage because he was abused as a child, and he turned that into being a predator. So he's a predator. From what I understand, he's got an endless appetite for children. And for anything, you know, anything, you know... Uh, Bathhouse Barry, they called him, you know, whatever, you know, just an insane desire for, you know, predatory sex, let's put it that way, wherever you can find it. And, uh, and that can actually lead to um, some very serious things like torturing people and all kinds of stuff. If, if they're all into Satanism, then they have to be somewhat um, amenable to human sacrifice because there is no paganism or Satanism or witchcraft or anything without sacrifice without blood it requires blood and uh, the Lord does not require blood there was the one sacrifice that had to happen Jesus and so the devil was killed at the cross the whole issue was solved at the cross so let me just conclude by saying that, you know, something you already know, but uh, just for people out there that might be tuning in, the only, and I, you know, you can try to debate me all you want, just go back through these tapes, back through these podcasts, or thousands of them to choose from, 
and just try try your luck at uh, you know trying to defeat me in some way. You won't be able to. You know, it's 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 the truth. It's not because I say it's the truth. It's been, it's just been proven to be the truth. What what is the one thing that they're all after here on on Earth? Is really, I mean, what's the, the right? They they want to eliminate all, you know, what they call white culture. But what they're really after is Christianity. You know, they're already you know trying to. The Chinese have rewritten the Bible already. They're they're just, it's really Jesus that see Jesus is the thing that screws it all up. Jesus is the focal point. Jesus, anything in Jesus is what they want. And, um, you know, so they attack things that are important to God, children, uh, peaceful uh, existence, can coexistence, and, you know, in, uh, in cities and things like that, to make sure that there's no, that all there is is violence everywhere, and eventually humanity calls for, you know, law and order, and that brings in the totalitarianism. Oldest trick in the book, Uh, there is some good news too, though. Um, there are, you know, there are good feds, believe it or not. There are actually good people in the military. And right now they're so freaked out at what's happening. They know that the only way out of this is probably a civil war. And it's going to end up being the military dividing and, you know, fighting itself. But the, the morale is so low under like a Lloyd Austin and whoever the other joint chiefs are, the morale is so low because these are failures as men. Failures as human beings. Failures in, in every... Failures just making one bad decision after another. Failures of driving the military in the ground. And the people, the, the rank and file, they see this, and they have no morale. And there's, they've got a suicide problem, and the more they push the uh, transgender, the more suicides they get, and they have to cover them up, and they don't know what to do. And they're escalating like... like you know, by, by tens of thousands of degrees upwards, you know. It's just like, because when you, um, you know, take a child and cut their genitals off and then force them to be something they're not, and then they kind of wake up in what would have been puberty, and they go, well, I, I really would rather be what I really was born to be, uh, and then they kill themselves, you know, it's, it's their fault. It's the fault of uh, Rachel Levine, Right? Admiral Levine, it's, it's, it's his fault, right? It's his fault. It's Biden's fault. It's all the people pushing all this and all the suicides. And, and you can't just keep blaming the, 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 the massive suicides, which is desirable to them because it's depopulation. And also it's these, you know, when you cut the gonads off, when you cut the balls off, there's no children, Win-win, right? So it's their fault. It's not Trump's fault. It's not the fault of uh, of conservatives. It's not the fault of you know you know Christians, whatever color they are. It's not anyone's fault but theirs. In fact, everything that's going on now is their fault. And I don't ever forget it. You know, and you should have seen them in the hospital. They're all on the on the side of. Uh, Fauci and all that in the hospital. Boy, they just couldn't handle me. We were just, we were coming to blows. We were coming to laggerheads. They wanted me out. Because I was upsetting the, 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 the nurses. I was upsetting them. My, my breathing was upsetting them.
And um, no, no, it was bad. It was bad. And, and uh, I'm, I'm writing about it. I'm, I'm getting deep into the subject matter because it's a very deep issue. Spiritual warfare is a very deep subject. Because, you know, it means that I came from above, like Jesus. I didn't come from below. I've always been me. There's not been a change. My soul didn't change. So God made me for himself, and I'm pretty sure he made you all for, you, for himself, too. And... Um, Nothing can change that. So they're going to, so what I mean, look, look, just hold on. This is where I'm going with that. Where I'm going with that is this. Um, so that the attacks have been going constantly from the beginning. Right? Because they see that. So that's a depth, that's a big deep subject. That they can see that your basic orientation, your basic existence comes from the opposite of where they come from. And they come from below. And if you want biblical reference to what I'm talking about, go to John 8 and, and enjoy. Right? Before Abraham was, I am. Before, you know, that you come from your father, the devil from below, I come from above. And the Pharisees could not believe, you know, whoever he was talking to, the Pharisees, I guess, they couldn't believe Jesus saying that stuff. You're not even 50 years old and you say you're superior to Abraham? And then he says, before Abraham was, I am. You come from your father, the father of lies. You lie. Because if you, if you had the truth, you would recognize me. But since you don't, you gaslight me. You make up things about me. You lie. I know that I'm not the one lying, so you must be lying. And if you're lying, then you are not of God. You're not of Jesus, Jesus' movement. None of you. You're just caught up in a cult. And cults, as it says in Proverbs 1, uh, are not the way to go. They are the collectives of the world. And the collectives, you know, they say, let us wait uh, for innocent blood, slay them, and take the spoil and have a collective purse. You know, basic communism 101. Right? Basic evil 101. So it shouldn't be any surprise what's going on right now. If your cities, is, you just get some bearable in the cities, well, I understand. Lot and his family had to live in Sodom when it became just a, a violent mess. It was, take, it was overrun by witchcraft. And overrun with, the, you know, the, the, the sex that, you know, people don't realize that, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not about, you know, a gay person or a gay lifestyle imitating heterosexual lifestyle getting married, having a relationship. It's got, it's, it's, it's got nothing, it's, it's, it's not even the, it's, that's a red herring, that's not even the issue. But they make it the issue, and then they want to blame it on, you know, and, you know the Bible, or blame it on Jesus, or blame it on you know, white people, or blame it on uh, conservatives. And I say, well, conservatives have a big problem. I mean, a lot of them are just in the closet, you know what I mean? And they're just... Uh, you know, it's unrepentant, and you know they go to church, and then they're 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 totally into it, into that lifestyle. Which, by the way, didn't used to be about relationships and they were copying the uh, non-gay people. It used to be about uh, promiscuity and fulfilling. You know, the rebellion was about fulfilling uh, desire wherever you found it. 
And so it became, you know, a lifestyle of just uh, having many partners and, and just living by sex, which you couldn't do with females. So I don't know. I don't really have a, you know, I, I understand it perfectly. I understand it deeply and perfectly. And uh, nothing will ever convince me that I don't, you know, and I don't have it as some kind of a god. I don't have the issue on an, on an altar worshiping it like it's the most important thing. It's not the most important thing. It's like, you know, the, 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 you know sex is not the most important thing. You know, it's a handy tool for procreation. It's pleasureful. But it's not, it's, you know, it's, when compared to the soul, sex is also a, a, a little, little desire generator, right? So as the sex urge increases, and then you start, uh, you know, diverting your mind to more worldly things, right? You know, I know people that could, they could get, they could get, you know, sexually stimulated by like a guitar or a, a car. <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously, where it's like, they're, what are you going to do? Fuck the car, you know, uh, you, you know, cream it. <laughs> you know, it's like, God, if it gets that bad, you're just hopeless. Material things are not, you know, are not to be fallen in love with. They're material objects. That, that, the kind of people that you know, will fall in love with their cars and their objects and things like that and, you know, becomes like a, an altar, right? It's another god to be worshipped. These are the same people that are going to fall in love with AI robots, right? They're going to bring the perfect robot home and, and, and you know, think it's a real person. Which, you know, um, God won't sustain that. God won't sustain chimeras either. You know, he won't sustain a world without lambs. I keep telling them, I say, look, you want to get rid of Christian, you know, and then, you know, hopefully actually real Christians, which you can't seem to find, but they're there. But in so doing, you would get rid of your reason to exist because God would never let you exist without his people because he'd have no reason to. Take the example of the Bible in Genesis where, where, where Abraham is making a deal with God that for how many righteous would it be before you destroy that city? Take the math, find out how big, you know, Sodom or Gomorrah, whatever those, those towns, how big they were. Do the math and find out how, you know, take one, you know, 10, 10 people, find out what percentage that is of the actual town itself. And then you have your uh, formula as to, you know, I, I wouldn't get it down to 10, I'd probably cut it off at 25 as to when, when God would allow, you know, the, the good to go with, the, with you know, the few good would have to die with the bad. So if you had nothing but them on the earth who worship the inverter, you know, Satan is not a creator. He's an inverter. He's a perverter. That's all he is. They should have taught that to the Beatles. They had to rebel. But you're not rebelling against God. See, when you rebel, you go, I'm going to go have a lot of sex and I'm going to go kill a lot of people and I'm going to go eat a lot of stuff and I'm going to do whatever I want, do what thou wilt, so be the whole of the law. When you take that attitude, it, you're not rebelling against God. All you're doing is depleting self. You're attacking yourself. 
you're diminishing yourself. You're rebelling against yourself and your soul. So uh, you will end up being diseased, probably cancer or something. Well, uh, you know, and if, and if you do happen to live, you will live as a tortured soul because you're attacking yourself. And until you stop attacking yourself, you're going to be miserable and tortured. How about this one where people, you know, you see it on the tennis court a lot where they, they keep looking at the racket like it's the racket's fault. Remember John McEnroe used to be like that? He'd throw the racket, and you know what I mean? You know, it's like, you know, and he kept, you know, it's the referee's fault, it's the racket's fault, it's the ball, it's no good. People kind of like watching the spoiled brat, to, you know, do his temper tantrums. But basically, he was a tortured soul at that time because he was, you know, unable to, um, you know, he's... he's uh, Every time he's going up and saying it's the racket, it's this, and he's really just going up against himself and diminishing himself in the eyes of the people who are watching and just, you know, the whole thing is just a, you're watching an inner conflict of a person playing out in a public stage. Many artists burn out that way too. They're just at war with themselves. So they think they're rebelling. Oh, look, look at this. I can, you know, dress up as a woman and I can do this and I can do that and I can... You know, I can poop on the stage or I can pee in someone's mouth or I can blah, 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 blah. You know, like, like their rebellion. And in the end, it becomes, these are all offenses to yourself. Because, and let me prove it. Let me prove it. Let me prove it. Because you think it's wrong. That's why you do it. And you think, oh, well, it's wrong because it's, you know, because of God. No, no. You think it's wrong. And so you do it to try to break your conscience because so you won't, you know, think it's wrong anymore. And what does it do? It creates an inner conflict. So you, you know, you can watch these people and they, they always try to look like when they do a photo shoot that they're like, the, like I said, the Sam Smith of the world since he's taken the lead in, in PP Gate. He's now Mr. PP. Mr. PP Smith. PP. I think I'll just call him PP. You know, since. He did that at the Grammy. No one really even talked about it. It's like uh, that lick, that thing that sprang across the stage. That couldn't be urine. That's the whole point. But it's he's not hurting God. He's not hurting anyone. He's not didn't hurt me. But what he's doing to himself is he's doing things that he thinks are wrong, and he's trying to say, "Well, I'm I'm rebelling against those norms and breaking that programming, so I can be free." And I encourage you all who are music lovers to have the music set you free too. Free to do what? Watching Eyes Wide Shut last night, I got this, this 4K DVD, Blu-ray. It was okay. Not the best print in the world. But um, when, it was, when they caught the Tom Cruise character, you know, the doctor at the, uh, at the ritual... They were basically going to call for his sacrifice, and then this woman substitutes herself, and she got killed. You know, and they said it's an overdose of drugs. Well, the thing is, is yeah, they needed they, they so that became a substitutional sacrifice. Just like Jesus was substitutional for all of us, so it was like, you know, so that so so then you know he got to go, and they said if you ever say a word about this to anyone, you know, you're dead. So one of the things with them is 
top secrecy as to all this stuff. But it's coming out anyway. It's coming out. Everything that's been held secret is coming out, as Jesus said. That is being fulfilled. It's coming out everywhere. You know, um, and whenever something starts getting hot, like the, 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 the money laundering, because they all launder money. You know what I mean? They all, the, the, the military launders money. They're all laundering money. So they can't afford to have that come out, because what, what do people get? Well, people are now seeing that it's really real. The president is a complete crook. He's a real thug. He's a real, you know, mafioso type guy. And it's like, yeah, well, you know, I'm glad that, you know, a, a Democrat is able to see that. You know, it's kind of amazing. Um, uh, but but then there, you know, many of them are cheering on Biden as the anti-Trump thing because they figure, and they know that cheating is real, but they want the cheating to go on anyway because they want to win. So wanting to win, again, that desire, will destroy your life. Wanting to win. You know, gambling and then needing to win, and then being stuck with losses because you're not being rewarded for that. You know, wanting to win, um, not good. Wanting to succeed, wanting to have a victory, not good. Let the Lord give you the victory and say, Lord, the victory is yours, and get rid of that. Do not take it on yourself because that will push away any future success. How many people get to a certain mid-level and they go, hey, this is great, look at that, look at all this stuff, and they start celebrating? You're not, but you're not there yet. Cut the celebrating, give it to God, and keep going. You have your whole life where you can celebrate. You can also, you know, rest after you're dead. God loves a hard worker. God hates a coward. It's hard to show courage, you know, when they're when they're against you and you say you're of God. You know, you say that today, it's a good way to get your head blown off. But if 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 it has to happen, so be it. Hallelujah. You know, we gotta get that attitude. They're gonna persecute you at the airport on the plane. How come they don't persecute me, but they persecute how come they don't give me trouble, but they give you trouble? Because you're not chosen, bitch. I belong to God, the Most High God. So they, that's a deep relationship. That, that was formed before the foundation of this world. And the enemy knows that. So you, they're not going to bother with you. And why should, they're not going to bother with you. Why should they bother with you? You're no threat to anything. You're a good little boy. You're just a little sycophant. You do what you're told. So... Who cares about you? I mean, it doesn't matter. You, you contribute nothing. You're a useless eater. You're a dupe. And you're a slave. And you don't even know it. You don't even think you are. You think you're free. Right? That's like 90% of you out there. And that's what's wrong with this, this world. People are just like, you know, where there's a handout, where there's a, where's a, like a, where there's a free ride. And there is no free ride. Like I say, everything they do, they do against themselves. So that's not a free ride. You know, lead you into the promised land. Yeah, if you join the collective, they'll they'll give you perks and they'll give you jobs and they'll give you, you know, a good feeling that you've belonged to something and you're building something. You're building the bridge on the River Kwai. What a magnificent bridge. The only problem is 
It's for the fucking enemy. You dolt. It's for the enemy. It's so the enemy can kill you. You built a bridge that would kill your, that the, the success of it would end up killing you. And your brothers in war. You did a great thing. You got your self-esteem back. You built that bridge for the El Comandante of, you know, of the, of the Burmese prison camp or whatever. And now the enemy's going to come kill you. Had you not built the bridge, they would have been thwarted. But you had to because you needed something and something to put your desire into to do a good job and to get a pat on the back and an attaboy. And so now you see the consequences. You live with that. Bridge in the River Kwai was a, uh, a great film, but it always will be and always was an allegory. It's about our world. The bridge is anything that you would have desire to, to accomplish. See, God knows the ins and outs and, and the loyalties and the non-loyalties and all the complexity of it all. We don't. We can't see that. So we don't know what to do. Right? He knows what we should do. But we don't know what to do. So when we get a task, we just happily do it, you know, for the Lord. And when, you know, and, and, and even if, you know, if, if you're doing it for the Lord and you get bad reaction and everyone hates what you're doing and you, you, you're a colossal failure, that doesn't mean you failed. You know, that's just a test of faith. You know, you're going to quit. You know, are you going to? not go on any further because, you know, it's a disaster. You know, put God out of your mind because it's to go on your own now because, you know, God, the God way just turned into a disaster. Your whole family broke up. Everybody hates everybody, and now it's just a big mess. So you're going to just... No. Okay, everybody. Uh, nice. I think this one will be good for the... Um, for the future. I, I don't know who it's, you know, I, I, I just know that I'm kind of preaching to myself, to the choir about, you know, not having, a, you know, that desire equals misery. Desire equals suffering. And one reason is because we don't know the complexities. And we can't see them. See you next time.
Thank you.